In this episode of The Focus Coach, I'll talk about what a good manager needs to do to engage his or her employees or staff members during this time of crisis in remote learning and working. Basically, I'll describe two buckets, communication and coaching. So stick around and let's get started. Welcome to The Focus Coach, episode 18, on what good managers do. I'm your host, Jeff Sari, and I was reading an article today by the Gallup Institute, and I get their newsletter and articles in my inbox, and they have a wealth of great information. And this article was all about what employees need. And so I distilled it down to a couple buckets, and those are communication and coaching. So I just want to briefly describe a couple ideas in these buckets so that you as a manager can really seek to engage your employees through these practices, through these ideas. And that's what it's all about, really engaging people, especially in a time like this with COVID-19. We want to make sure that our employees, our staff members, our teammates are as engaged as possible. And so that just doesn't happen by osmosis. It's something we do over and over consistently over time to engender, to make happen. And so the first bucket or idea is communication, right? Communication is such a broad topic. What I mean by that is you being the forefront or the forerunner of the state of the company, for instance. You know, what is happening in the company at the executive level? What messages are you getting from your boss or manager and filtering that down or across to your teams, really? So having that information readily available. There's one client I have, she gives a state of the company uh, every day, a daily state of the company address. And that's done in a short video form. And it's really effective because people can watch this and realize that their leader is engaged and giving them information. Even sharing bad news can increase transparency and build trust with people. People know that it's not all good news out there, of course. And so even in the companies we work in, sometimes it's not good news. So sometimes that state of the union or state of the company address has some of the difficult trends to let folks know what is happening. Also, as a manager, you can state the state of the COVID-19 epidemic, right? Like being in front of it as well and learning what's happening with medical practices and state and government policies and communicating that to people so they have more of the facts and more of the emerging uh, information that is coming out of that pandemic and those places that you find your information. You can also communicate resources that are available in-house, you know, in the company through HR potentially, and also what is available to them at the state and government level. Of course, if people have been laid off, that's a whole other ball of wax. But even if they haven't, you know, if people are on reduced hours, there might be some programs that can help them with debt forgiveness. You know, there might be if people have a small business loan, they maybe have a a second business or something like that. There are, are forgiveness programs for that. So really just giving people resources and communicating that to them. Also, people need to be clarified what the expectations and deliverables are. So they're not just wondering what 
am I doing? Especially now that there's not that oversight per se, you know, face to face walking in each other's offices, people can be a little bit more unclear about what their role is. Maybe they need to help out in different departments. You know, I have a client this morning that does customer service, but she's also helping out in the sales department because the staff has been reduced and people are now doing a bunch of different things. And so that needs to be clarified as best as possible to give people clarity. And of course, deliverables, they help accountability and it helps people focus on getting the stuff done that needs to get done. Another piece of communication is making sure people's technology is dialed in. I know firsthand that technology can be challenging. Some people's internet connections are not good. Some people don't have a penchant for technology. Whatever it is, people struggle sometimes with this medium and they might need support. And so communicating with them about their tech needs, getting IT involved, whatever it is, but not leaving it to chance, you being very proactive as a manager. And also making sure that their facilitation is dialed in. A lot of people now are forced to lead meetings virtually and get involved in that way. And so if they're not leading meetings well, that can be a drain on people. In fact, I recently heard that we should really keep our meetings at a minimum and shorter than normal because of the amount of screen time people are having these days. So that's another thing to think about. Another piece of communication are the ground rules. You know, what is acceptable for getting back to each other? You know, it's, it's the worst when uh, an employee emails you as the manager and they don't hear back from you for the week. You know, that's not an ideal state. We should have ground rules saying, you know, I'll get back to you within 24 hours or whatever it is. And so just to make sure that that's clear so we know what we can expect. People also need to feel like they fit into the organization. Now more than ever, people are a little bit more disembodied from the company. They need to know they still fit in the organization, in the mission, in the strategy. So you communicating how important they are, which goes into uh, showing more appreciation and gratitude, maybe rewarding them somehow through company newsletters or video showcases, whatever it is, giving people a shout out or an attaboy, girl. You know, these are ways that you can engage people. Lastly, I want to bring up, you know, bringing articles to bear on people, resources like that, giving people information relevant to their trade, to their role, and that helps people learn, stay in that place. They really think you care about them. So sharing articles, I just shared a bunch of articles with my clients today, and I got a lot of great responses. Did I have to do that? No. Am I their manager? No. But it really helps people feel like you're supporting them, even if they don't read the articles, just to have that level of care and attention brought to them from you, the manager, is a good practice. So now on to the next bucket of coaching. And coaching is wonderful methodology. And in fact, it's the premier methodology to engage people these days. Because coaching is all about improvement, desired results on both ends, and you know, holding that accountable. And so different ideas in coaching. One is work-life balance can be complicated. It was complicated already before when people were at the office. Now more than ever, people need help out there managing their time, managing their self-care. 
I did a podcast on the wellness wheel, so you can go back to that one and see the different levels of self-care. There's eight components. And so people are challenged by self-care right now and setting boundaries possibly. Now the spouse is at home working, the children are home doing their schoolwork, and it gets cramped. So we need to have someone devoted to us to help us figure stuff out. That's what a good coach does. By truly checking in with people, at least weekly, by having a generative conversation about how's it going, what's challenging, what's going well, how can I help you? This helps lessen the worry, the confusion, the frustration that people feel, feeling disembodied and isolated out there. And in fact, isolation is a huge trend right now in organizations. People are feeling lonely in their organizations. So now that they're away from the office, the propensity for loneliness to spike is huge. And so really checking in on people with their emotional state, how's it going? That pays dividends over time. Show them you care. Make sure people have the materials and resources that they need, right? The equipment they need to do their job. I have one client who lives out in the sticks and her internet is spotty. And so if this pandemic is keeping people at home for longer than expected, the IT people are on it to try to give her some sort of booster uh, in, in some capacity so that she can do her work more fruitfully and not be as frustrated. So that's an example of, you know, equipment or resources or materials that people need. So again, Checking in on people. What do they need? How are they doing? What are they struggling with? And lastly, an idea is we want to still develop people. I know it's a time of leanness, but at the same time, people still want to learn. They still want to grow. They still want to innovate. And so any way you can engage their strength, engage in their desires to continue down their path of, you know, company engagement with having a different role, with learning new skills with getting that certification or training, really helping them, right? Succession planning, still got to be on these things. And so a good manager does these things, invests in people's development ongoing. And so those two buckets, communication and coaching, can go a long way in engaging people, having people feel inspired, enthusiastic, and trusting of their manager. It really has them feel empowered, do the work at hand, and to be engaged in the company. And so that's it for now. Hope this was helpful. Until next time, peace. Thanks so much for tuning into The Focus Coach. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Click subscribe, comment on the post, and share it as well. Also, go to www.workplaceculturesolutions.com slash tools to get your free downloads and worksheets. And as always, peace.